Hi. Hello. Hi, welcome back. Welcome back to the Retro Breakdown. We're starting now. Oh, because let's, let's start. Yeah, it's been a week. It's been very a week. I think it's been a week for both of us. And we're both doing, we're both very busy with things that we either cannot or do not currently want to talk about. Yeah, basically. So instead of talking about those things, um, I am going to start us off with a question. Excellent. Because let's just do it now. <laughs> yeah. I oh, we're good. I mean, off to a start. This is this is a rolling start. Like yeah. this is you know it's it's the three two one countdown. But you didn't. Not only did you not get the boost at the start of the race, but we didn't even press the the acceleration until well after everyone has already left. And now I'm hitting the accelerator, but my my stick is drifting, so I just drove immediately into the wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Excellent. We have a question. Yes. Cue the music. This week's question. Can you guess the source? No, I, I, I'm i really not sure. It's from Andrew. Oh, okay, I would have been wrong. You would have. <laughs> you would have. Um, Andrew, I... I'm going to check back through. I believe Andrew is the one who asked us to play Ribbon. Ah, okay, yeah. I'm going to feel dumb if I... I'm wrong about that. I'm not wrong about that. Good. Yes. Back in June, Andrew asked us if we would uh, if we would play Riven, and then we did, and it was very cool. It really was. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, so Andrew wrote in and said, "Hi, Tom Wanderer." <laughs> nice. Which I, yeah, I like that. Um, first off. Just writing to say there seems to be an issue with the previous upload where only one voice is in the recording. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah, I was kind of editing last week's podcast in a hurry. So anyone who heard last week's podcast and it was only my voice and I muted Tom for the entire thing? (laughs) Not intentional. (laughs) That's that's how we, uh... (laughs) It's your pretend podcast where it's like, oh yeah, yeah, we're we're definitely both doing it. Yeah, I'm I'm responding to the voices. You can't hear them. Only I can hear them. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we didn't catch that. Um, so I uploaded it. Uh, what happened was I was editing it and I will mute one track or mute the other when I'm listening for like background noise that I need to like that I need to find and sort of edit out. Yeah, that makes sense. So um, I learned this week that if I accidentally leave one of those tracks muted when I export the audio, it exports the audio with that track muted. (laughs) Like, I thought it was just an in-app thing, but then it would just take all the tracks as they are. But no, it leaves it muted. The more you know. normally I will double-check those things, but last week I was in a hurry, as I will also be this week, so hopefully we can avoid similar issues. Um... And uh, uploaded it with every track other than my own voice muted, which seems like an ego trip, but was just a simple mistake. Anyway, (laughs) if anyone listened to last week's podcast and heard that and was like, that's weird, this podcast is busted, don't worry, I edited it and re-uploaded it, it should be fine now. So if you didn't get to hear the full version of last week's podcast... And you heard the Time Wanderer only version of last week's podcast. Just re-download it. It's fixed now. Um, <laughs> that's 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 good. I'm <laughs> so that's, that sums up uh, everything. Yes, this whole month, really. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, so, but hey, we have a we have a game for this week's podcast. We do. We do. Um, An actual game. Andrew also has an actual question in addition <laughs> to a uh, you you messed up. Um, <laughs> so this is a good question. If you had to have the music from one video game follow you around and be your life soundtrack, like the soundtrack to your actual daily life. Yeah, yeah. Chrono Cross. 
What music would it be? This music would not just be in your head. It would be heard by all the people around you. Excellent. More people need to hear Chrono Cross. That's a really good choice. <laughs> That's my answer. That's, That's it. That's a really, really good choice. I, I, um, I, I, my mood right now, I would probably want to do the Doom 2016 soundtrack, but that's just, that's too aggressive for most of my life. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing, is you have to pick a soundtrack that is versatile, so that you have, like, you have a good track for the chill moments and the upbeat moment moments, like... You need a you need a wide variety of things. Yeah, because this is this is this is a great question, honestly, uh, be, because that's that's the truth, right? Because you you know, although right now all I really want <laughs> want to do is scream into the sky and and thrash on some metal. That's yeah. not that's not my nature all of the time. So you know you got to have you got to have uh, something that that mixes it up a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. You want a soundtrack that has those moments, so you have that track when you need it. Yeah, we we need to get hyped up. Yeah, but then like, there's also those moments. There's also times when you are just you know, you know, sipping some tea in a chair and having a chill time. <laughs> yeah, then then the Doom 2016 soundtrack isn't. So good. There's no chill music on the Doom 2016 soundtrack. I I suppose there's some like ambient music that's more atmospheric but it's definitely still not chill <laughs> yeah i would not say so i think the persona 5 soundtrack probably oh, works shit. yeah yeah okay a persona game would have a would it would be a would be a wonderful alternative as well because there's like there's definitely good hype music but there's really good chill music yeah persona 4 falls into that category. i was just listening to something from persona 4 actually the just like the end batter battle victory music is is exciting and persona 3 has good soundtrack so yeah i think a persona game would be you know three four or five would be great like every time every time there's like a nice steady rain outside like beneath the mask plays in my head anyway <laughs> so like it's already halfway there if sure. it were actually diegetic to my life and it was really playing, which I could accomplish by simply playing it on an audio device. You know, you know, you'd need Do you remember those. It was it was OK. I wouldn't say it was popular, but it was a thing that happened for a while where there was those T-shirts that you could uh, that had speakers like in the shirt. I so could, sort of remember seeing that and thinking it was dumb. Yeah, but it was also kind <laughs> of dumb. Cool. Yes. <laughs> no, like. There was a there was a version of me that was like, oh, man, I want that so that I can walk around and subject everyone to the music that I listen to. <laughs> I I, I kind of really did want it. And then I don't know, I just never bought it because, well, I wouldn't use it is what I decided. And it's like, OK, well, then let's not buy this is 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 where I went. I, like, at no point in my life have I listened to music that, like, the general populace around me, like, understands okay, or, yeah. or, or gets. Like, and I realized this when I was riding the bus in middle school and, you know, a, a kid was sitting next to me that, like, I knew of, had a couple of classes with, didn't really talk to that much, but... You know, it's the bus, so circumstances conspire to sometimes when you're one of the last people on the bus, you kind of just have to squeeze in wherever you're going to squeeze in, right? Yeah. So, like, I end up with this kid who is, you know, and we do the whole earphone swap because oh, I yeah. have a, because it's the 90s and I have a disc man. Nice. And so does my counterpart. And um, he is listening to Slipknot. OK, yeah, I've, I've, I've listened to a couple Slipknot songs before. And, you know, it, and like 14 year old me does not understand metal. Right. <laughs> yeah. People I, people equaling shit and all of that. <laughs> yeah, I don't I am not I don't get it. It's it all just I have more of an appreciation for it now. But at the time, it's like, oh, boy, this is some noise. I think people that enjoy metal kind of have that understanding too. <laughs> yeah. And then, like there's there are genres of it that are just intended to be noise and I mean, then there's some that are more nuanced. This is speaking as someone who enjoys metal. <laughs> 
That's why I don't Noctis really know. It down. I don't really know where Slipknot falls on the on the uh, the spectrum, but I, just my, to, my, just to give you an idea of how far outside of that I was. Yeah, I had recently transitioned from primarily listening to Boys to Men albums <laughs> to yeah, uh, you, my my big thing at that time was uh, listening to a Miles Davis jazz CD. Oh, nice compilation. Yeah, which was really good. I listened like I listened to the uh, I listened to that album a bunch like I wore that album out. Yeah, Um, because it was like his early, like more traditional jazz, like Blue Note stuff. Okay, so it was a lot smoother and less experimental. So like generally super chill, but like we did the earphone swap and we're basically like both horrified and confused at what the other person was having us listen to. <laughs> and it was at that point that I was like, Oh, Oh, people don't get my music taste. And, and, and you were definitely not ready for, you know, the alternative new metal, uh, of, of slipknot <laughs> compared to some like, classy jazz <laughs> yeah i was i was super not ready mind you also like <laughs> i'm in northern michigan at this point and there are like no non-white people in my school sure so like jazz isn't really the thing there especially like 70s and 80s jazz i mean i don't think that's the thing for anyone in middle school generally not I was in for, jazz. For the most part, I mean. Like I was as, in a, a jazz band. Like, the school had, like, a jazz band. Yeah, no, I, I shouldn't say for anyone. I just mean the norm. Yeah, no. Most of the people in the jazz band left and listened to their, you know. I mean, what was big in the 90s? You had grunge. You had sort of, like, alternative pop punk stuff. Yeah, you had the the... The, the rap metal type stuff, too. Oh, yeah. The, the Limp Biscuit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're I think they're technically just called new metal, but whatever. It's like rap rock or what? It's I rap know. rock. <laughs> I absolutely know what you mean. Like you say rap rock and I hear rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> oh, man. I, you know, sh- he tried I wish that I heard Rage Against the Machine because that's a better example and better overall music, but that's not what I hear. Yeah, I think, I don't think Rage Against the Machine is really new metal, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not good at defining genres of music. Yeah. Like, it's all just techno, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Which will piss off anyone that likes techno. <laughs> yeah, right. Because I like techno, but I don't know what it's called. <laughs> like, I, I don't mean, know the, like the genres. there's like 800 different subgenres of it now. <laughs> yeah. And there's like one of them that's actually called techno, and I have no idea what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. that sums it up for me. <laughs> I think the I think the uh, the the general term like I don't think anyone really uses techno anymore. I think everyone uses EDM. Nobody listens to tech. I, I, all I can think of is there's an Eminem verse where he he makes fun of um. Oh my God, Moby. Because that was like the mainstream techno person in the 90s, I want to say. Man, I never even listened to to Moby enough to know that's what his music was supposed to be. I think I think so. I I don't know. I'm probably putting my foot in my mouth, (laughs) but it wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, we do that. (laughs) Honestly, the late 90s is probably the last time I was actually connected to pop music at all. I think when for for me, I sort of I'll listen to what's on the radio sometimes. So I'll end up hearing new stuff. And there's a few songs that I end up liking or whatever. But I don't usually know who sings them until someone else tells me, hey, this is the the person you were listening. I to. am so I, I identify with that so hard because there are some <laughs> songs that I will hear a couple times and then I'll hear someone say the name of an artist. And I'll be like, I have no idea who that is. And I've never heard any of their music. Yeah, and or then like, they'll I'll be like, a, no, it's this song. And it's like, like oh, I oh, have heard that, actually. Oh, yeah, like okay. That. <laughs> yeah. Well, and sometimes it's even, you know, you, you have a, a preconceived idea of who they are. Like, oh, I don't like that 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 band or that person or whatever. And then you're then they tell you what song it is that they play. And you're like, oh, oh, well, oh, I do like that, actually. I don't know what I'm talking about. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't have. I 
shouldn't have passed judgment. Sorry, I did the human thing. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> the human thing of like, he, like hearing about a thing that you don't know about and saying, I don't like that. Yeah, like emphatically. Yes. <laughs> Oh, no, I dislike that a lot. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You, that's not true, but it's fine. <laughs> that thing sucks. What is that thing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> did, uh, did, did, did Andrew come up with a, a soundtrack that they liked, or was it just a general question out it of curiosity? It was just a general question. That's Although... A good, that's a good question. Um, I, I, it is a good question. I... If, uh, if Andrew is listening and would like to, uh... Hmm. And would like to answer the question themselves i will be I th- sure to bring that up next week yeah that'd be cool and and we we <laughs> it would appear that they might be listening better than we are since you know <laughs> one audio track. certainly better than i am <laughs> i don't I'm listen to the this same boat i don't listen to this trash ass podcast listen as far as i know we've never published a podcast ever <laughs> You were, you, you, we just, you just get me on here to talk for a bit. And then I think that's, that's it. (laughs) You could at least put it on a download list for the metrics. (laughs) I have links to it. Okay. I I even tell my students that it exists, but no one's ever asked me what the URL is. And I don't want to force it on them. You're dealing with Gen Zers. They don't know what a URL is and they don't care. You told them what the name of it is, so they'll just search it because <laughs> that's how you find things now. Fair. True. I mean, URLs are kind of, a, you know, they're cumbersome. They are. Unless you unless you have a link directly, but that doesn't work too well with talking, at least yet. Maybe someday. You know what's really kind of funny about that? I Like, URLs, uh, we still use them. Like it, they're still they still go into the browser. You still put it in an actual URL sometimes. Yeah, um, it's not all just straight search this on platform. But it makes me think of like as long as we're stuck talking about the '90s, like we generally are every podcast. But that's okay because we named this podcast after doing that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yep. I'm reminded of like. A long time ago, during like the the early Web 1 era, the Web 1.0 era in like the 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they were before someone would tell you to go to www.companyname.com. Oh, sure. Um, There was an era in the 90s where the the TV advertisement would be like, like use keyword blank blank in AOL. <laughs> yeah. And I always thought that was really silly because it's like, well, you just just find the just find the URL. I'll just type that in. Why would I type <laughs> this random search term into AOL to find the thing? <laughs> and now we've come now like 30 years later we've come full circle. And it's like, no, that's actually just how you find things now. It's just on Google or it's on Spotify or it's on YouTube or whatever, whatever content platform you happen to be on. Yeah, you know, you're, you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> if it's music, you type search term into Spotify. If it's a video, you type search term into YouTube. If it's a website, <laughs> it's search term into Google. <laughs> that literally is like the primary way that people find things now. And if it's not that, then it's a link. Then it's, it's just a like link in a click link, some social post or something like that. Yep. Click link. And the URL is usually obscured because you just embed the link into text. Even if hey, the text is click here. Did that's yeah, no. And, and, and it's, I was going to say, that's how I've, I've found out that there was, um, new silent hill stuff happening there is new silent hill stuff happening and and maybe a new um maybe a new parasite eve or something like that let's not get carried away i'm just i'm just saying it's possible (laughs) it's always possible Uh, honestly it would be really cool and i like parasite Eve one is super awesome i played one stream of it let i played one stream of it last year Mm mm-hmm this just popped into my head because I'm like, I have like 
I have a stream that I'm going to do in like a few hours and I still don't know what I'm going to play for it. It's oh, probably dude. not going to be that, but I would like to go back to that at some point. So that's an interesting that's an interesting prospect. I, I want to play it again because my memory of it is of being rad and cool and awesome. And I want to know if that's real. I played it for like three hours last year and I thought it was rad and cool and awesome. That's all, all right. Yeah. I mean, playing if you can play a game one time and have it have a lasting impression that's positive mm-hmm. that you have no nostalgia for. It's probably yeah. it's it's it must be a pretty decent. It must be at least an all right experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good point, because I, I do have like my nostalgia for Parasite Eve is knowing that it exists. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. that's literally it. <laughs> and then I played it for a little bit for one stream. And it was one of those forced streams from last year, too, when I was taking requests and letting people dictate was, what I do with my time. That was literally it, a year ago. I mean, it was like it was like a six month period and a year ago, like encompassed that. Yeah, yeah. no, I just I it must have it had to have been around. Was it was it? It was it like was, July to December. Yeah, no, no. I remember when the event was. I just meant when you played um, or the event. <laughs> I remember when you were playing everyone's requests. But I mean, I. I it doesn't feel like it was that long ago that you did that stream of Parasite Eve, because I remember watching you play it. It was, I don't think it was a full year ago. I think it was like December, but. Oh, I mean, that's, that's yeah, pretty like much, 10 as months. far as I'm concerned, that's a year. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Wow. Yeah. It feels sooner than that. It's, it's weird. Well, so this, <laughs> the last few months have been, or the last two months have felt very slow in a lot of ways. But yeah. then I think about that and that feels like it happened over the summer, but that doesn't make any sense. So it was. Time is weird. It sure is. It always is. And then the pandemic has made it more weird. And then coming out of the pandemic has made it more weird than that. You know, having to having to like readjust to like normal time things. And it's like, I don't know. It's it's all it's time compression. (laughs) Oh, my God. Thank you, Final Fantasy (laughs) eight. It's time compression. (laughs) Hey, uh, well, I mean, I don't know if if. You have nostalgia for the game we played this week. I sure don't. Because I, I don't. I have I don't even, zero. I, I don't think. Listen, listen, I don't. Google doesn't even have nostalgia for this game. I. It's hard to find anything about it at all. Wikipedia doesn't. It's a red link. It's it's a link that ha, that goes nowhere. Like it. It exists. Barely. Like, we found out about this game because of a tweet from a YouTube creator that I follow that posted gameplay of it with the caption, look at this goddamn fucking video game. That That is that is this video game in a sentence. And then I was like, that looks dope as hell. We should play it. <laughs> and then we did. <laughs> yeah. But it was difficult. It was difficult to find it and more difficult to actually set up the circumstances to actually play it. it, it that's true. I had I had a hard time, <laughs> even though we talked about setting up the controls when I went to do it. I was like, wait, OK, I, I thought I did this and it didn't work. And then I just closed everything and did the exact same thing again. And it worked. I don't know. Yep. <laughs> that's retro arc. <laughs> Like, I didn't change a single thing and then it suddenly worked. I don't know why. I'm on it. Like, I'm not even surprised. That sounds that sounds right on the mark. (laughs) Well, that's good to know. Notably, um, Cuso Grande decided the the organizers decided that it was easier to use Bizhawk as the primary emulator and then just have a bunch of separate emulators for arcade and DOS based games. <laughs> it was like it's easier to have like four or five different setups than to have one that's retro art. <laughs> than to deal with with that is what that wow. Than to deal with retro art. It's just it's <laughs> Retro Arc is super useful and super powerful. It just it's it's one of those things 
where it's like, if you know how to use it, it's probably the best thing out there. Yeah, it's, but it's like you Linux. need a graduate level class to understand how to use it. <laughs> it's it's like all of those open software type things. It feels like then. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to I was going to compare it to Linux. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, OK, I, I understand that it has a lot of potential and there's a lot you can do with it. And it's really good. But I don't have six months of my life to learn it. So unfortunately, I'm stuck with Windows 11. <laughs> you know, it's 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 chugging along. It's doing its thing, at least for now. By the way, I have a new laptop and I would like to report that Windows 11 is garbage. Um, is it terrible? You, I don't yeah, I, you have, I have the uh the every other rule continues. <sighs> like, what is the what like, what is the sequence? I think it was like, oh, let's see. I know. Yeah, it's like. Like three point one good, ninety five bad, ninety eight good, uh, like yeah, Emmy bad. Oh, man, Emmy was. <laughs> was a disaster. Emmy bad 2000 good? Yeah, X well, it was XP. I don't think Windows 2000 Windows 2000 and ME were both released in 2000. It's like it's like ME was the broken one and then they released 2000 as the fix. Well, then XP came out the next year in 2001 and XP was great. XP is good. I actually think 2000 then, came out before ME and I think ME was trying to be like the Oh, this is the like the this is the user friendly edition. All I know is that it was a my uh, my buddy Kyle had it and it was the cause of many problems. So like I think it goes XP good, Vista bad. Yeah, everyone likes seven. Uh, seven good, eight terrible, <laughs> ten good, eleven bad. Oh yeah, I think I'm still using ten because I didn't upgrade to Windows eleven, so I have no idea what eleven is like. Uh, it's is 11 the one that moved this, all the stuff to the freaking middle? Yes. Ugh. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, that's going to annoy me just on principle. Okay. I I will be fair. There is a very easy right-click setting that is like, that allows you to just be like, align it on the left, please. Oh, okay. And then it pretty much looks like before. However, oh. I, I think the thing that really gets me about Windows 11 is that it has all of the same stuff that Windows 10 had. Yeah. That were that were like good basic features. But there is like an additional window of like supposed user friendliness. <laughs> okay. That you have to like I already push hate through <laughs> to get to the actual thing you want to do. Oh my god. It's like I open the start menu and it's a bunch of it's like it's basically a bookmark bar that I of full of stuff that I don't want to be there. <laughs> and then then there's a little thing in the corner that's like see all. And then it gives you the start menu. With all of your programs listed. I don't understand. So, you know, uh, Microsoft office word when i save things it wants to save it as if i'm using OneDrive, but i don't use OneDrive. so then to save it i have to hit the button that's like no save it here but then to save it here you have to like hit another button it's like why do they make saving complicated like why are there extra steps and it's supposed to be for usability because if you just save it into OneDrive, it's nice and it's friendly it's easy it's all there in the cloud if that's the way you like to you know save right. your stuff but you i don't can, so th then it's you can confusing. use it across all your connected microsoft devices I don't. Yeah, I don't need that. I I upload. I also it, don't need that. I I like upload it manually when I'm done with what I'm doing in a different space, just for like classroom stuff. But otherwise, I don't want uploading everything automatically saved to the to the to the 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 cloud. There's also like some cheeky garbage in there because like the first thing that I did with my laptop is like you got to go in, you got to download all your programs, right? Sure. Yeah. So like you got to you got to open Microsoft Edge one time to download the browser you actually want. Um, <laughs> hey, at and least then you're just use... bringing it back. You know, you, you, you got to keep that. That's just part of uh, the Windows experience. Yeah, it's it's a rite of passage. Yeah. 
Um, so you gotta you gotta do that. You gotta go through that that hoop. Then you open the browser you actually want, and then you download you know your your audio player. You know, I gotta get my Discord. I gotta get all the mm, yep, streaming yep. stuff, and you get the OBS. You get uh, yeah. You have yeah. a whole other layer to think about in terms yeah. of that. I've got the, uh, you know, I got to get the Upwork app for for working and stuff. Yeah. I've got to, you know, you pull down all your all your essentials, whatever your whatever your stuff you're gonna need, right? Mm-hmm. I go to get Dropbox because Dropbox has a lot of shared files that I use between okay. different uh, between different computers. A lot of stuff that I'll probably need for work when I'm away from home. Um, and I go to Dropbox and it's like, hey, Dropbox is already, uh, Dropbox is already installed. Hmm. All right. Would you like to open Dropbox? I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. Uh oh. <laughs> I yeah, it must come pre-installed. Sure. And then Technology I go, to, I hit the open button, and then I it does nothing happens, and I go <laughs> to find it in my program list, and it's not there, and it's Dropbox is nowhere to be found on this computer. <laughs> and then it's sure. like, okay, all right. And then there's a little thing at the bottom. It's like, oh, problems with your Problems with your uh, your installation? Download it again. So I do that, and I download it, <laughs> and I install it, and then it works fine. And I'm like, there's a part of me that's like, is is Microsoft did do they want you to use OneDrive so badly that they put like a little they put like a little poison <laughs> pill bit in there that tells Dropbox that Dropbox is already downloaded because you have OneDrive and you so you don't need Dropbox. I wish I could say no, that's crazy. <laughs> but it's possible. It's totally possible. It's dumb, but you can't in good conscience say that it, it couldn't happen. <laughs> no, you definitely cannot. It is, it is a thing that uh a company could do. I mean, it they're is, already trying to force you into, you know, um, edge and all of that stuff. Yeah. Which admittedly yeah, like, is better than Internet Explorer. There is but, so much, like, increasingly, the first thing that you have to do when you get a new computer is open up the, the program list and start uninstalling things. Yeah. you you it, That's not even over-exaggeration, especially if it's a laptop or something like that, yeah. right? Then, then there's so much bloatware and crap. It's kind of always been that way, but it feels more invasive now than before. Yeah, somehow. for sure. Yeah, because like a lot of that stuff is just running in the background. It's like, hey, we'll help you if you want. But now there's this whole thing where like they don't like they desperately, desperately do not want you downloading programs from the Internet. They it do sure not want you way. installing anything that does not come curated from their store. Yeah, because then they're not making money from it, potentially. Right. Even right. if it's just and advertising. Like, so they're increasingly, like, so often just trying to guide their users away from... They want them to use their PCs like their phones. Like, yeah. here is the app store where you get the apps the only apps that exist this is how you find applications there's nowhere else to get them you get them here well you control them it's it's it was sort of like the rhetoric behind um uh uh oh my god net neutrality where it was oh yeah you know it's your choice blah 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 and it's better because we can provide you better service because it's it's specialized to you. It's your special app store. It's what, you know, that, yeah. that idea in this is where it's no, these apps will be directly. They'll be interesting to you because we've stolen all of your information that you gave us freely. And then yep. <laughs> curated content. That's just for you that you'll be more likely to purchase, even if you didn't want to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's, it's true. Yep. That's. So anyway, Windows 11 is terrible so far. I'm going to have to learn to use it because um, the laptop came with it. So everything's built to work with it. Right. And yeah. I looked up. I, it was bad enough where I went in and I was like, how do you downgrade to Windows 10? 
Holy crap. And it's like, you can, but you're probably going to start getting weird compatibility issues because all of your stuff is already, all of this stuff in a new system is already, is already set up that way. Is basically just set up to work with 11. And yeah, there's no that guarantee that it'll work with 10. So it's like, well, I am stuck with it. I guess I'll wait for 12. That sucks. Whatever. Man, I, I want to buy it. Now, can can you still buy Windows 10? Or I guess that they, they stopped supporting it. Then there's all the vulnerabilities and stuff. It's it's well, weird to. They're still supporting. They're still supporting 10. They stopped supporting seven a couple years ago. Yeah, I guess that's true. There'll probably be a lot of time before they stop supporting. Because I was just thinking I need to buy a new computer so I can. Well, because mine's very, very old now. Yeah. And I don't I don't want to buy if I'm going to build it myself then I can, you know, easily. Oh, yeah, yeah you can get whatever you want. You probably get yeah. 10 on a discount. Although at this point, maybe it's the opposite. It's probably the opposite. <laughs> because they will have stopped selling it from their store because they want to support 11. So everyone's going to be clamoring for the leftover codes for 10. Yeah, that's probably true. That's isn't probably it? what's happening. I don't like that. No, don't, 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 don't like, like that. that at all. <laughs> don't like that one bit. <laughs> like the secondary markup market for markup market is a weird sequence. The, the, <laughs> the secondary market and the markups that you see there for like any tech stuff is I hate it. Well, it's gotten it's gotten weird. It's like lately, especially like, you know, you know, if you wanted to buy a if it was the PlayStation 2 era and you wanted to buy a PS1, you could get one for, you know, a reasonable price. Right. Yep. But if you want to buy a PS3 or even a PS4 now, you're going to be paying more than what you would have paid if you just bought it in the store <laughs> because of how, uh, you know, people want to hold on to the old stuff or they want to be able to have access to it or whatever it is. Right. And, and then it's it's even in some ways, it's a lot worse when you're talking about software like this, because once those are gone, then they really are gone. Yeah, it slips into it slips into a, a collector market mindset so much faster now. Yeah, 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 it really does. You want to like, uh, yeah, we should probably that felt like a really natural break. (laughs) I know it's largely just because it's depressing as hell. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of where I was going. (laughs) Like, let's let's talk about something awesome, please. (laughs) Yeah. You know, what's not depressing as hell is fucking riding fight. Burn Bowie. <laughs> Burn and, Bowie. And Keith Yeager. <laughs> I personally like that Keith enjoys um, distinctly Japanese things, mm-hmm. but is very much not Japanese. I and like, I'm not. I, yeah. I like that Burn's special ability is rugby. <laughs> also, he likes drinking, I think. <laughs> Wasn't that one of the things that they I can't remember now, but I feel like one of them that was there. They they like that was one of the things that they said that they like doing. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> can, can I just say I, what when when I first saw this, when you showed it to me, I was like, yeah, this uh-huh. is a game that would have I would have loved as a kid. Like it would have, you know, at the very least been a game that I tell other people, we, you got to play this. Yep, You, you got to play this. It's just yeah. totally wild. Mm-hmm. And it lived up to that. And except for one area, one area was not that interesting. And that was the music. The music was boring. Yeah. The music's boring. Um, But everything else. <laughs> so cool. It's actually really cool. Yeah, like it's, the, the whole aesthetic the, like, okay, so we should explain it because I don't think any damn person knows what Riding Fight is. No, we didn't know what it was. Um, so Riding Fight is a Taito arcade game from 1992. It is a beat 'em up game, but imagine a beat 'em up game where you are just constantly on a hoverboard, and it's like a um, it's not top down. It's kind of like the camera's behind you and you're just yeah. moving down a highway. Yeah, but, on you, this but, but there's like a 3D plane that you can still move around yeah. on. Yeah, you can move like up de- or like forward, back, left, right, and you can jump. And in later stages, you really need to. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's it feels like someone took 
one of the like riding stages from a beat 'em up game and just made that the whole game. Yeah. And that, it I think works shockingly well. It's it and, and the directions that you punch, like you can punch in all directions around. Yeah, in like you. eight directions, yeah. It's it's so cool. Like that <laughs> that's one of the things that I think makes it work the best. I mean, like, okay, so mechanically, you've got an attack button, you've got a jump button, and you've got a special. Yeah, it's, it's, a not, it's not very standard. If you go just by what you can actually do, it's a very standard beat em up from the 90s. Yeah, and, and it's, it's you know, well, I guess that does. I was going to say that for it being an arcade game, it feels really quite generous in terms of its difficulty. Like, in terms yeah, I agree of, with that. And yeah, I don't know. I didn't feel like I used that many credits to to finish this the game. Yeah, I like realistically, I don't know exactly how many I use, but I feel like this is on a first time playthrough, not knowing what's going on. This is like a a five dollar finish. Yeah, that's. I think I spent well, depending on if it's a quarter or not per it, play. Yeah, if, if it's it, a, if it on considering like a quarter for per per, per uh, play. Per yeah, credit. I think it's. I think it's probably even a little less than that. Honestly, probably. I was I was pleasantly surprised like, oh, wow, this is not as cheap as I thought it was going to be. It got a little towards the end. There were some things that were sort of like, yeah, OK. Yeah. Um, but but for the most part, it was it was just a, it just felt good to play the whole time. I wasn't getting mad at it or anything mm-hmm. like that, which sometimes happens in old beat em ups. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's one of the things that I look back on and I'm like, you can kind of see the moment where the game no longer cares about being fun and it now cares about taking your money because yeah, you're, too, yeah. you're too invested to stop. Yeah, like some of the bosses where you have to jump kick them with your hoverboard. Yeah. <laughs> like the one robot boss, I, th- I think it was robot. I mean, like, I'm talking about other games like the like the Simpsons. Oh, oh, yes, 100%. Those, like those games, are, yes. Like the arcade beat-em-up era in the 90s is defined by games that are super fun for a stage or two. And then just start. And then at that point, it's like, if you're this far, you're too invested to stop. So it's time to start taking your money. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That That is the design of of, of the Simpsons arcade game. And everyone loves it. <laughs> um, like, writing fight. I do, like it. The difficulty does scale up for sure. But I definitely do not feel that it hits that level of, um, you know, money go down credits or the fun go down credits go up no i don't think so like it gets harder but it gets harder like a normal video game <laughs> i think like i finished it and i was like man if i really like sat down and learned this game for like a couple of hours mm-hmm. i could probably one cc this I without so. too much trouble i think so i think that's a fair assessment because like it's it's fair it's forgiving you have you have like all the moves you need to get through everything. And it, there's never a point where it feels like you're overwhelmed or you're being faced with something that you can't handle. It's yeah. it's actually very just pleasant all the way through. <laughs> the only thing you may not be able to handle is the, the casual uh, <laughs> oversimplification of an entire nation. <laughs> there. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it falls some... right to that, you know, 90s. It's okay to be a little racist uh, for character design. Yep. But yeah, but it, it sure does. It's 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 you know it's it's kept to a minimum. I suppose it's it's basically the theme of like one stage and then you kind of move on. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay, we are now done with the Arabic terrorist pirates <laughs> with their curved swords. Hold on a minute. You know. What was th- that stage has such a goofy final boss because you're you're riding up to the tank and then you do this awesome over the top backflip jumping thing to land on the tank. He calls you an imperious imperialistic, you know, um, uh, swine, probably. Sp- yeah, something like that. And, you know, he's, he's he's not really wrong as we are bounty hunters. He's um, super right, actually. <laughs> And then it's it's a fairly easy boss fight. Then for whatever reason, you backflip off the tank and just let it explode into whatever the base is in the background for no reason. That's correct. Yes. 
<laughs> Dude, for no reason, describes all of your actions in that game. I mean, the story especially because the, the poor translation makes it really bad. Every single line in that game is like unconnected to its surroundings. <laughs> like the lines are unconnected from each other and they're also unconnected from like what you're actually looking at. None of them... None of them bear any resemblance to anything real. <laughs> Except for, I, 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 I do, my favorite one is where you're counting your money. I think it's half the first stage. And, he, and your dude's just like, such a gravy day. <laughs> yeah. Such a gravy day. Such gravy. Wow. <laughs> yeah, like... like or here's I, a I was really, <laughs> I was really trying. First of all, the text, if I remember correctly, I played it like a week and a half ago, it's and it's only like fast. a twenty-five minute game. So, it's my my memories of it may be a little vague, but I seem to remember the text going by really fast. It's very very fast, yeah. So like, I'm trying to read through and understand what's going on, and I'm like, I, it's just like line line stage. Pretty much, yeah, because after you beat the second stage, you're on the beach looking at someone's butt, and you're just like, hey, will you go with me? And then it uh -huh. starts the next stage, and I think you're flying in outer space, it almost looks like. Yep, that's, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then yeah. you're on the, the futuristic stage from Turtles in Time. Um, I distinctly remember a stage, or like one of the cutscenes, where I'm just like trying to understand what's going on, and I'm like, are we in space now? <laughs> and then you go to the bonus stage called Food Time. <laughs> Food time! I forgot time. about food time. It's time to stop for food, where you just you literally just plow through vending machines or something, and hot dogs and ramen and stuff just and burgers come exploding out of it. Yo, straight up, the you know it's it's the it's the beat 'em up staple of like bust open containers and food pops out for health recovery. Mm -hmm. But the fact that it's something you're just like moving on this high speed hoverboard and you literally just plow through it actually kind of makes it cooler. Uh, it makes it way cooler, especially because you cannot plow through the other. Well, you can. You just take a little damage if you if you plow through the other obstacles on the stage. It's like, oh, no, those ones. No, no, no. But these ones. Yes, because you're just I picture you're just like riding through a vending machine, grabbing crap out of it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, like the mechanic of being able to grab crap in general is great because it's like, OK, so in a normal beat em up game, you can pick up an enemy weapon, but you do that by like knocking them down and they drop the weapon and then you go over to it and you kneel down, and you pick it up and then you can use it for a bit. Yeah, you press the wrong button or because the, the, it's the same button that does everything and then you throw the weapon or and then you throw the weapon and then it's gone. <laughs> it's like, great. Thanks. <laughs> So riding fight, like you're constantly moving at high speed, so you can't have a weapon fall on the ground and pick it up. So instead, it pops up in the air and starts spinning and then you catch it and it's cool as shit. It's so cool. <laughs> you just like grab the scimitar out of the sky and you're like, bam, and then you just get to use it until yeah, you get you just hit, use, like there's no like there's no frame. Like, there's always, like, in in slower beat-em-ups especially, there's that moment of, like, kneeling down and then someone can punch you while you're trying to pick it up. And this is just, like, it, it feels almost like a character action game where you're just, like, grabbing this thing out of the sky and just starting to wail on them with that instead. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> and the weapons are actually, like, really, really strong. Yeah, they're, they're, they're useful. They're not, it's not, you know, usually, I feel like half the time when you pick up a weapon, I'll be, I'll be like, great, I do less damage and I have more awkward movement. Right, yeah. I can no longer combo the enemies because I'm just going to hit them once with it and knock, down, knock them down, and then I have to wait for them to get up to do it again. So this is now boring. Yeah. Yeah, I, I speaking, you know, of the bosses again, I, I really love that most of them are, you know, some sort of terrorist cell or whatever. Right. But then the one for Japan is just somebody who stole some treasures mm -hmm. and you're still there to just kill them. <laughs> I assume there is some like I, I assume there's some cultural significance in there that's buried in some way. Probably. Yes. But like, yeah, it really 
That fight is rad, by the way. I was I was gonna say, what did you think about how good did that fight look with the cherry blossom trees and right? stuff? Like it looked really cool. Like artistically, like there's so much going on here, and that fight is all like it it's a good, fun fight to do, but just like, yeah, going through this whole like cherry blossom lined green spit like it's awesome. It's yeah. so cool. <laughs> I uh, it was it was it's a pity that the princess should be knocked down. <laughs> were you also at that point like there's a princess? What princess? <laughs> Who? I don't know. But then you have to save her, so obviously, you know. Well, there's a to- girl in the game, so obviously do you need to save them so that they then belong to you? And you had to and and they they're going to be at the South Pole, of course. Where, you know, that's where they take. I forgot about that. Yep, you gotta go to the South Pole where you fight the boss of that stage who's a who's just a hockey player. <laughs> yep. Freaking oh man, that fight's ba- good too! Yeah, Battleship Boyd. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh man, I forgot about Battleship Boyd! <laughs> he's just, he's just Casey Jones. Yeah. <laughs> with, a, with, with his sweet bladed goalie stick. He's actually just Casey Jones. I just it just clicked. <laughs> D- like this game's dope as hell. Why does why do you think that there's a possibility that no one heard about this game because it didn't make any money because it was too forgiving in arcades? Because I can't imagine people not playing this. I think it just came out maybe at a bad time or something for this style. Like, 92, maybe people weren't, didn't care about it. Like, maybe they were busy playing something else. I don't, I don't know. I don't know exactly what the, when did Street Fighter 2 come out? That was. That's a good question. Because Street Fighter 2 did pretty much eat everything in arcades when it came out. And then that became the. 91. Yeah, so, like, that became the arcade experience, right? Um, yeah. When did the Simpsons arcade game come out? I think it oh, that was 91 also. Hmm. So I could just see people being already, they, they sort of like what they like, and they didn't want to try this one. It's only two players. Although, I, so I, I did find a video of someone playing the game in two players, and it seems like it's even faster because you just do uh, more damage, and I don't think the bosses have more life. So you can, hmm. in, in a true, if this was, you know, a manga or an anime that would make sense because you know it would just be even more over the top and ridiculous where the two oh, yeah, people just sure. come in and <laughs> you know they they do like a scissor kick to the <laughs> the big mech head with their surfboards and then it explodes and that's it and it's really easy so i i feel like having the game be easier with two people fits very well with the aesthetic of the whole experience yeah yeah absolutely yeah it it feels like like i'm almost surprised this game wasn't made by treasure Yo, oh, excuse me. You mean like when you got to the 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 eyeball balls? Yup. <laughs> like I think that it's, it's, that even came up in stream. Is like someone was like, "Is this a treasure game?" And it's well, like it's not, but it might as well be. The 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 final boss, who's named Professor, is just yeah. like a dude in a car or something like that. And he comments that you made it this far. What a guy! Something. What a like guy! That. What a guy! And then he becomes an an eyeball thing yeah 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 i don't and then it but it's an eyeball thing that then transforms into a digimon giant dragon or not digimon uh uh well it's like a digimon or like the blue eyes white dragon you know Yu-Gi-Oh kind (laughs) of monster thing i don't have a clue what's going on because then you kill the boss and then you see him as a little person again and then you know he dies or whatever you collect your money also the girl duh yeah yeah like (laughs) It does definitely fall into the 90s tropes because you have the casual racism in that one stage. Yep. And then you also have the ending that's like, well, we didn't really mention a woman before, but you have to have a you have to have received a woman as currency (laughs) for for having completed your 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 big strong action quest. Dude, your your reward is implied sex. Yeah. Well, and I just realized this. Okay, the, the the final image of the game. The other girl's the other boss. Yeah! Yeah, I noticed that before, too. 
I thought she was. I thought you beat her up and she was going to prison. But then it's like, nah, I can date her. <laughs> no, nah, she's fine. She's she's hot though. She's the other girl. <laughs> she's the other girl. Oh my god! There are two girls in this game, and we are damn sure going to be smashing both of them by the end. <laughs> oh my, I didn't realize that. I was actually like, as weird and like very nineties paternalistic like misogynistic as it is yeah. i was kind of happy because i was like hey she was cool though yeah i mean they didn't have a scene where they're like you know kissing them at least <laughs> that's true they're just hanging out she's giving him a shoulder rub i suppose at the end scene which you know all things considered he probably he could probably use a shoulder rub he yeah you know he probably needs one <laughs> and player two he's just too rad and cool so he's like no this 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 is my 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 partner now so he's just got his arm casually on her shoulder and, and she looks happy yeah and they're dressed they're dressed nicely she's got like her kimono looks great it, it really does like look it looks good. incredible in that art <laughs> it really does um <laughs> and the other girl's just in this nice pink dress and she has some you know very noticeable but somewhat tasteful cleavage yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's what you'd expect from a dress like that if a person was wearing it. It's it's not, And then it's there's not a ridiculous. weird eyeball angel in the background and I don't know I don't remember what that is or yeah, why the it's there. What the hell is the robot for? Is that like is the bad guy is that what's left of him? Cuz it kind of looks like I that. I don't know. I don't like I don't, don't remember fighting anything that looked like that. Maybe is is it like maybe it's the person that follows you around and tells you what your bounties are? Yeah, like is it is it like your your Navi parallel right thing. right right yeah it feels like they made this key art <laughs> then made the game around like yeah. it's like two different it's just, here are the characters in it we're not connecting them in the story at all do whatever right, you yeah. want it feels like they they drew that character and intended to like have that be a character that has a role in the game and then just forgot <laughs> well, it's and left like it in the ending art <laughs> and somebody liked the art they're like oh cool i'll model that person into the game and they're like what are you doing you can't just model a character now that's got to be a boss <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're not we're not spending time and money on this modeling if you don't use it fine fine it can be the boss they, they'll steal some japanese art <laughs> this seriously like this game this podcast is like exactly what i had envisioned when we started this when we started this project when i <laughs> yeah. when i pitched the idea to you and i was like let's call it the retro breakdown and 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 like have the whole thing just be about you know sort of rediscovering old games this type of experience right here is like exactly what i wanted yeah, me too. This is this is this is, you know, that front view speed action game experience I wanted. Like, you don't know what the hell the game is. I don't know what the hell the game is. Most of our listeners don't know what the hell the game is. Let's try it out. Holy crap, it's awesome. It's awesome. Like it really is. That's that's it. We we did it. What I okay, so on the stat screen worth their name and you know their weight and how much they can lift and all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the things on there is visual power. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> notice that. What do you think that means? <laughs> like what they look like? <laughs> visual power could okay, it could be a lot of things. It could be like a rating of eyesight. Sure. Which considering you're moving at a high speed, having good kinetic vision would be important. Keith, Keith Yeager only has a 2.0 visual power. Um, Is he two times better than the average person, do you think? Maybe. It could also be like a rating of their uh, of their visual style. Or sure. it could be how strong they appear to the naked eye. I'm wondering, yeah. Yeah, because Burn, Burn over there, he's he's got like 3.8 visual power. I would like to point out also... That burn is straight up just obviously meant to be uh, Jonathan Joestar from part one of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Adventure. Because yeah. he's yeah, got fits. like he's got like the blue outfit. He's got the shoulder pads. He's got the shoulder. Yeah, he's got the he's got the big muscles. The hair is kind of similar. And he's from London and he plays rugby. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's a special ability after all. It's his special ability. 
the special <laughs> rugby ability. <laughs> Riding fight, though. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>